there's a whole world out there of people that need you to serve them. You are now investing your time and your energy and you are stepping up to be that person and that woman who makes investments like this, who takes her business seriously, who's willing to go all in, who is driven, who is ambitious, who is going to make shit happen no matter what. This is Meant for Millions. Here's your host, Jenna Faith. Hello, hello, and welcome to Meant for Millions, the podcast for online entrepreneurs who want to create wealth and freedom with their business. So you're in the right place if you're looking for the mindset and strategy to get seen, known, and paid online. I am your host, Jenna Faith, formerly known as Jen Scalia, success and mindset strategist for entrepreneurs who want it all. Make sure that you join us each and every single week where you'll get a short 15 to 20 minute audio training on how to build wealth from the inside out. There is absolutely no fluff here. You'll get a little bit of strategy, a whole lot of mindset, and a healthy dose of tough love with 100% authentic, raw, and real advice on how to navigate this crazy world of entrepreneurship. I am super stoked for today's episode, as I am with every other one. But in today's episode, I'm going to be going over the 10 online coaching commandments. So these are things that I have really discovered and embodied and believe contribute to those coaches and those entrepreneurs who are successful online versus those who are just trying all the time and trying to fake it and just never really get ahead. So this episode is actually going to be broken up into two parts. Today, I'm going to go over commandments one through five, and then next week will be commandments six through 10. So I'm super excited to get started with this. So let's go ahead and dive right in. The 10 online coaching commandments, you're going to want to have your notebook and a pen ready for everything that I'm going to be sharing with you today. Like I mentioned in the intro, this is just a culmination of everything that I've learned over seven years online, studying not only my own business and my clients' businesses, but also other successful people online. Those of you who may not know, I have worked with some of the most amazing mentors. Like, Everyone that you would possibly know online as a guru, as one of the top mentors, has been somebody who has trained me, has been somebody that I have worked really, really closely with. And what I'm going to be sharing with you in the next two episodes are what I have called the 10 online coaching commandments and really how to just be successful, how to show up differently, how to stand out, how to go beyond the traditional visibility tactics and trying to flood news feeds and, and just trying to make it like there's so many coaches out there that are just really, really trying. They're trying so hard and some people are successful and most people are not. But what I want to do today and in the next episode is to really have you think about how to pave the way for the future of online entrepreneurship because everything is changing. Everything is changing so quickly and so fast. And in order to be successful and in order to have something that's going to last, we got to roll with the punches. We got to make sure that we're on the up and up. We got to make sure that we're also moving and changing and evolving and growing with it. So the first thing that I want to talk about is why I feel like the coaching industry as we know it is dead. So everybody else is talking about how the coaching industry is exploding. It's a multi-billion dollar industry, which it is, right? It is the highest growth industry online with literally millions of people joining every day. What I'm talking about is as we know it, it's actually imploding. And the reason why is because saturation. This is literally an industry where people are coming to it. They're flocking to it. They see it as a money-making goldmine. And so there's just so many people joining 
the barrier to entry is very, very low to become a coach. Like there's certifications for coaching, but there's no licensing that makes you have to do in order to be a coach, right? So it's like literally anybody, your mom, your aunt, your grandma, your 15-year-old cousin next door can all be an entrepreneur if they choose to. Saturation, because of this, it makes it almost impossible to stand out which makes an industry like coaching on the verge of being obsolete. So you may have experienced this by scrolling through your newsfeed or browsing through the industry's hundreds of Facebook groups and just seeing endless advertisements, endless people talking about the same thing over and over again, except this person's is better and this person's is prettier and this person's makes more sense, right? And You're probably thinking like, oh my God, like everybody's doing the same thing. Everybody's selling the same thing. And it is true, right? For people who maybe don't have a thick skin or don't really understand like how to stand out or what to do, it could literally put a stop on your dreams right there, right? Unless, unless you're willing to reinvent yourself, which is exactly what I'm going to be sharing with you today and the different things that you can do to stand out, to do something different so that you're not blending in with everybody else out there. We sometimes need like that cold, hard truth to shake us out of our comfort zone, to stop us from playing small and to really see the opportunity that sits before us. As being a little cheeky by saying that the industry is imploding, obviously it's not. But if you don't get ahead of the game, you're never going to be part of it. This is where I'm going to give you the crucial pivot points in your business, in how you're showing up, in your brand, raw, real, and uncensored, because you know that is just the way that Jen is. So make sure that you have your pen, your paper, and we're going to go on to commandment number one. Number one is to really just stop being replaceable and download a new operating system. Because of the saturation, because the low barrier to entry, because so many people are doing the same thing, you can literally be replaced by the next coach and the next coach and the next coach. We want to shake things up a little bit, right? We want to create a different persona. We want to create a different mission where we're big thinkers, visionaries, dreamers, leaders who are willing to venture outside of the traditional box, right? So most people in the online industry focus on teaching tactics. A lot of people focus on teaching tactics, but we know that those tactics don't actually create real and lasting impact because if we're not actually having a mindset of being successful, of doing whatever it takes, then we're just going to blend in. We are not going to stand out in the sea of coaches that are out there. So the first thing you need to do is not only position yourself as a real leader in the industry, but you need to see yourself as that. So both externally to the people who are watching you, but also internally, right? Like if you've listened to any of the other episodes in this podcast, I talk a lot about belief. I talk a lot about mindset. I talk a lot about, you know, standing for who you are. And this is really what the operating system is about. This is how you become irreplaceable. This is how you really are seen not just as another coach, not just as another guru, not just as another person that's trying to sell people something, but really as someone who is a leader and leaders cannot be replaced. What's currently or what could be repelling clients from you is just more of the same, right? Because more of the same, people doing the same things, saying the same things, having similar branding, having similar messaging, it makes your business disposable. Like literally people will go find somebody else who does the exact same thing that you do, whose energy they vibe with more, and you'll be rendered unnecessary. 
It literally can happen like that. It's very similar to dating. You know, when you're on like these dating apps and you're just swiping, it's like, there's so many opportunities. There's so many options that you really have to be very special in order to be successful in that. So the truth is, guys, that the world does not need more coaches or mentors or gurus, you name it. What the world needs, especially right now, are real leaders. And remember, leaders are not disposable. Think about this. When you follow someone on social media, you're drawn to them, right, by by their ideas. You're drawn to them because they have a magnetic personality. Their presence stands out. They have this essence. You love their honesty, their vulnerability. It's inspiring. That person can't be replaced by someone else just because they're at a cheaper price point. Am I right? So we're drawn to visionaries. We're drawn to action takers. We're drawn to change makers ready to step up in their own life so that they can make more of an impact on ours. So here's the deal. In order to be the leader that you were born to be, you have to be real. This is my call to you. If you have been playing small, be that person that others will be inspired by. To be the person who is very similar to the people that inspire you. Otherwise, you're going to get lost in the shuffle and you're just going to become background noise. You're literally going to be the person that they just scroll right over and don't even notice. There is way too much fake and fluff in the industry. People recycling the same old tactics. It's hurting our industry, right? So we need to be the true leaders. We need to be people who are creating real change, lasting change, transformational change. True leadership isn't about who you hire. It isn't even about how much money you make, even though that's what our industry touts. And it definitely is not about how much power you have. True leadership is about who you are as a person that makes people want to follow your lead. True leadership is about who you are as a person that makes other people want to follow your lead. It is about transformation. It is about what you inspire others to create for themselves. You're not the key. You're not the reason that somebody's successful. You, as that leader, are the catalyst. You aren't like the secret weapon, right? But essentially what you do is help them become their own secret weapon. So it's time to get rid of the fluff, to stop playing small, and to really talk about like what it takes to be a real leader in this industry. That means taking on a different kind of mindset, different kind of approach, different kind of responsibilities to your audience, and also creating a strategy that aligns with that. We desperately, desperately need to make a change in how we operate and how we think and how we lead. So I know that this is already like so much for you guys, but here's what we need to do to create real impact on the outside. We need to change what's on the inside. And this is what I call the operating system. I'll explain a little bit from a technical standpoint what an operating system is. According to the dictionary or Google, an operating system is the, or the OS is a program that after it's initially downloaded into a computer, it manages all the other programs in the computer. The other programs are called applications. Applications, also called end user programs, include such things as database programs, word processors, web browsers, spreadsheets, applications, games, editors, things like that. So if you think about like your phone, I have all of these apps that are downloaded on my iPhone. 
I have the operating system, right? Like that's my OS or When you're dealing with Apple products, it's the iOS. And that operating system allows everything else on my phone to work. This is why there's always an update. This is why there's always like, you have to upgrade the OS. And if you ever notice, sometimes if the applications are not also up to date, they are not compatible anymore to the operating system. So I want you to just kind of to have that visual. Think about like how this is working. You can see how if you don't have the proper operating system, and that would be your mindset, and you just go straight to the tactics, quote unquote, applications, it could actually lead to chaos. If you start downloading apps or start implementing tactics that aren't compatible with your unique operating system, it's going to burn out. You're going to burn out and it's not going to perform properly. Which is why I really want you to have this burning desire to step up and elevate yourself so that you can create real and lasting impact with others. So this is the new wave of leadership. This is led by those people who are willing to do the inner work to become the person who can lead a massive tribe that they were meant to serve. In this episode and in the next, my goal is to amplify the power within you to lead your own movement, to become the leader that you were always meant to be, and also make all of the money that you desire. But that's just a side effect. That's not the mission. And so that's one thing that I want to impart on you is that so many of us go into this for the money. A lot of people go into this for the money, even if they deny it. I mean, let's just be real. Now, money is a nice side effect. Money is an indicator of your success, an indicator of your impact. But it should never be the main thing. So what is the big lesson here? The big lesson here for commandment number one is upgrades in how you operate as a person and a leader are necessary to evolve into a sustainable business. So instead of chasing the money, instead of chasing the next client, instead of chasing the next invoice, start chasing your own personal growth. Start upgrading your operating system so that you can show up as a true leader and people are not going to replace you. You're going to become someone who is irreplaceable, which brings me to commandment number two, how leadership mastery can make you irreplaceable. Everyone wants to sell you the marketing strategies, right? But without that solid foundation that we talked about before, they will never work. Or they will work for a little while and then they'll stop working and you will find yourself back at square one. Either that or you're gonna end up burnt out. How do I know? Because I've been there many times in my last few years of entrepreneurships. Things didn't really shift until I moved into seeing myself as not only somebody who was making a lot of money, but someone who was a true bona fide leader. And that is a decision that is not for the faint of heart. I didn't come into entrepreneurship really thinking like, I'm going to be a leader. Like, I'm going to have people that follow me. I'm going to, like, I knew I wanted to change lives, but I didn't really see myself on that level. You can have all of the best marketing in the world. You can have your Facebook ads. You can have sales funnels. You can have an amazing team working by your side. But if you are not a leader, if you don't step into that leadership role, you will be sniffed out by your audience in a minute. Most people can smell out a person who's playing or pretending or faking versus the real deal. So if you aren't a leader, chances are you will attract really difficult clients You'll attract people who are in poverty consciousness, who don't have the money to invest in you, and also have a really hard time keeping up momentum. Now, I remember when I first started, I had that. 
when I was in it, I didn't realize it. But like looking back, I realized that like I was definitely calling in the wrong clients and the wrong people because I wasn't in my power. So the real difference is when somebody steps into their superpower, this is real leadership mastery. So what I'm going to share with you now is my personal blueprint on how to own your superpower and be irreplaceable. It consists of four critical elements. And these are things that I talk about all the time on this podcast. So if you're new to the podcast, I want you to go back and listen to some of the other episodes. I talk about these things all the time. So the first one is mindset, right? It all starts here. And if you don't believe that, you're in for a rude awakening. Without the proper foundation, your house will fall apart. You'll start to sink. You'll start to worry. You'll start to doubt. And that is a recipe for disaster, especially in the online entrepreneurship. When your mindset is on point, you become unstoppable and truly powerful to create everything that you desire. Number two is belief. Belief in yourself is critical. It's not always an easy thing to do, but the people who succeed are the ones who believe they can do it. The ones who pursue their dreams and their passions, no matter what other people say. And if you don't have an unwavering belief in yourself, you're going to be hard-pressed to find anybody else to believe in you either. It starts from within. The third thing is your positioning. You have to know what you want to be known for. How do you want the world to see you? This isn't just about positioning yourself as an expert, although that's important. The bigger picture here is how other people see you. So how do you want to be perceived in this marketplace? Do you want to be the leader or do you want to be the follower? Do you want to be the innovator or do you want to be the copycat? Do you want to be the trailblazer or do you want to be the person who's like 10 steps behind? So positioning is about owning who you are, staking a claim in your bigger mission, and not wavering from that, even when you get pushed up against. The fourth thing here is your influence. So influence is defined as the capacity to have and affect the character development or behavior of other people. So essentially, it's the ability to lead and inspire people into action. When you are so powerful in your conviction, people cannot help but to stop, listen, and take notice of you. And when you have all of these four elements at play, it becomes a superpower for you. You know how superheroes have that one special thing that they do? Well, that's what you do best. And these are the four elements that are going to allow you to make that big impact and the big change that you want on lives. Your big lesson here for commandment number two is until you get out of thinking, how can I get my next client? and start thinking about how you can step into real leadership, you'll be at the mercy of the feast and famine cycle in your business pretty much forever. Commandment number three is all about leveraging your back story. Have you ever thought that you were made for more? I am thinking that if you're listening to this podcast or have listened to any of the episodes previously, that you do or that you have. We're not just talking about like a better job or a better relationship, but a better standard altogether. Like you didn't belong where you were. I know for me, like that was like, I realized like in my late twenties, early thirties, and I know I have a lot of younger listeners here, but you know, that's when I really realized that like, this is not the life that I want to live. This ordinary life, this very complacent, this very do this, do that kind of life was just not for me. I knew that I was meant for so much more. Now, the sucky part is you probably talked yourself out of believing that it could happen for you. Or perhaps you were just stuck because of your environment, maybe the people that you're around, a spouse, friends, or even the way that you were brought up. So I'm going to share with you my story very quickly, and by doing so, demonstrate how you can leverage yours. A few years ago, actually, it's over 
seven years now, I was working for one of the largest casinos in Atlantic City. Atlantic City is like a smaller, less glamorous, more ghetto version of Las Vegas. (laughs) So I worked for one of the largest casinos doing all of their social media marketing. It was the first job that I had gotten after staying home with my son for almost two years. And truth be told, I actually loved my job. I wasn't actively seeking to leave my nine to five. It was fun. I was getting paid well. Life was amazing. Like I was literally getting paid $40,000 a year to be on social media all day. I mean, who could ask for a better job, right? But I remember coming into work on January 2nd, 2013. So yes, seven years ago, over seven years now, I walked into my office and found out that I no longer had a job. And I was devastated. I was really, really devastated. That was really the start of something that was both horrific and amazing at the same time. The layoff caused a huge strain in my marriage because money had always been a point of contention for us, right? Does that sound familiar? So having our income slashed in half was pretty painful. It was crucial. It was really critical. I was so depressed. I was quite frankly, like pissed off. I was angry. I decided then that I never wanted to work a job again. I didn't want somebody else to be in charge of or, you know, to dictate how much money was coming into my life. I wanted to do my own thing. I wanted to be in control of my destiny. I wanted to decide when I got a paycheck and how much it would be. Now, make no mistake, this was not an easy choice for me. It was a decision that was risky. It took a big set of, you know what, to actually pursue and commit to. The problem was, I didn't really know, like, how to get what I wanted. Despite having a pretty extensive background in marketing and social media, I even had a previous business before, a clothing line that we grew into an international brand. We sold our clothes in over seven countries. We had dozens of high-end boutiques around the country. Our clothes were worn by celebrities. However, the coaching and consulting world was new to me. It was a totally different beast to slay. So I said to myself, you have a skill. You're good at what you do. You're smart, intelligent, resourceful. I went forth to figure it out. Like one of my very first online inspirations was Marie Forleo. And I just remember like one of the quotes that she has is everything is figure outable. So here's the deal. Life wasn't all unicorns and rainbows when I decided to start this business. I didn't have credit. My marriage was falling apart. I had major debt to the tune of about $60,000. And I was experiencing other health issues like depression, adrenal fatigue, weight gain. The first year after I decided to go after the entrepreneurship thing was a complete dud. For those of you who know my story already, you know that I literally made zero dollars in my first year. I was going through so many personal things on top of trying to figure out like how I was actually going to turn this business into something profitable. I did a lot of behind the scenes stuff like getting a pretty website, coaching certification, but I was pretty much invisible. Like nobody knew who I was. That's why it took me an entire year to get my first paying client. So if you are already getting clients and you're like crushing it within the first year or so, like you're amazing. You're incredible. You are an anomaly because most people can't do that. For me, it was that I lacked the mindset and the guidance needed to succeed. Now for the big aha moment that everybody talks about, right? For me, I call it my come to Jesus moment. And I remember it clear as day. I sat on my gray couch. I had a red pillow in my lap and I had to take a really, really good look at myself. I remember like tears rolling down my face as I thought about where my choices up until then had brought me. I was sitting there with no money, no foreseeable future, and about to move back in with my parents after 15 years of being on my own because of bad decisions that I made. The leader in me was pushed down. I denied it because I thought if I stepped into my power that I would lose people that I truly loved. 
I felt that the people I was closest to would be threatened because that's what I had always been taught, that success and money were bad. It was no wonder that I was sabotaging myself and had created this reality. So unfortunately, I see a lot of people go through this in life with the same exact beliefs. I remember sitting there on my couch. I knew I had to make a decision, go all in or get out. I had the choice of getting a job for maybe $12 an hour, right? Miss out on my son's early years or make my business work. And up until that point, I honestly saw my online business as a hobby. I really was not committed to it. I kept myself occupied. I kept myself busy, but I actually wasn't really making progress. And I certainly wasn't making an impact on other people. It was that day that I made a commitment to myself, my son, and the people who needed me to go all in no matter what. I did what I had to do, even though I was scared. I tried everything I could until I figured out where I lit up. And within a few months, I was bringing in approximately $5,000 a month as a coach. Now that's nothing to sneeze at. A lot of people would be very happy to be living their passion, to be, you know, doing their purpose work, to be having freedom and being home with their kids and their family, you know, making $5,000 a month. But I knew it wasn't the kind of work that I was meant to do. Don't get me wrong. I was good at what I did. My clients got results and they got their money's worth. But the work wasn't aligned with my true purpose and what I was put on this earth to do. That's when I decided to go back to my roots, which was marketing and social media. The thing that I was actually good at and really enjoyed. And that's where everything shifted for me. A lot of people really ask me, like, what was it? Like, what was that shift that you had? And for me, it's alignment. It was first mindset. It was a lot of mindset work. And then it was getting into alignment with my purpose work, with the things that I was actually supposed to do. So what's your big lesson here for commandment number three? It is that alignment is a critical component because if you're not aligned with the work that you do or you're not aligned with your offers, you will fail. You will fail and it's going to be really, really hard. And leveraging your backstory and who you truly are is a key component in doing that. Let's move on to commandment number four, inside a seven-figure mindset. So mindset has become sort of a buzzword, and that kind of annoys me because it gives people the impression that you can just think about what you want and get it, and nothing could be further from the truth. Mindset is a process, one that has to be led by those who already have it in them to succeed. So this is where it all really starts. It doesn't start with the tactics or the sales scripts or the funnels. You need to get your mind right before you can actually make an impact as a leader. You have to put your ego aside and realize that this is not about you. It is about the people you were put here to serve. This is why it's so critical to have a bigger vision for what you're doing. See, personally, I didn't push when things got tough. When I had bills I couldn't pay, even when I was losing my house, why? Because I knew that no matter what, I would be okay. I knew that my family would never allow me to be homeless. In other words, I had a safety net. And this mindset made success take a lot longer than it needed to. So if you have a safety net, chances are you're not pushing hard enough either. There has to be a bigger vision. There has to be a bigger mission. Something bigger than you that drives you every single day, even when you don't feel like it. Do you know what that thing is for you? Because paying bills, leaving your job, or even paying off debt is not a good reason to start and grow a movement. You're not emotionally connected to that outcome. That means it will be much easier for you to quit when times get tough. Now, what I'm about to tell you may not make me popular, but the truth is 
not everyone is cut out for this. I had a conversation with someone else on a podcast earlier this year, and she asked me, do you feel like everybody can be successful? And I, and I told her no. And it was interesting because she was like, oh my gosh, I feel the same way, but you know, I don't really talk about it. Here's the deal though. If you're in the habit of quitting, getting frustrated, not feeling smart enough, not feeling good enough, feeling victimized, taking everything personally, then you're going to have to challenge all of those things in order to make it. Ambition and drive, I honestly don't believe is something that can be taught. Some people might argue that entrepreneurship can be learned, but I disagree. This is something that is in your blood. You feel it in your bones. You can never work for somebody else because it would suffocate you. So if you're stuck in a certain way of thinking, it will be impossible for you to see the big picture. So here's how I started to see my bigger picture. The first thing that I did once I started making that money in my business, and God, I tell you, this this took too long. I really wish this was something that I did much, much earlier in my business, but I hired a coach. I hired a coach to help me shift my mindset and started changing the way that I viewed my worth, my value, and money in general. And guess what? I started manifesting like crazy. The better it got, the better it got. I did deep work on issues that I didn't even know I had. I had no idea that I even had a money story. I didn't realize that these invisible programs were causing me to lose, causing me to be rejected, and causing me to really repel money. I realized that I can never break through this plateau as long as I consciously or unconsciously had these beliefs around money, worth, and success. So this was a huge, massive, massive game changer for me and what I help my clients do now. I became obsessed with mindset and changing the way that I thought. I started practicing gratitude and journaling daily, which I still do to this day. Over five years, almost six years of journaling daily, thousands of words. It's insane. But creating what I wanted in my mind first. And it's incredible how fast things start to appear in your life when you commit to this. One of the things that I used to do was I used to track all the money that people owed me. And I was focusing on the money that was going out. Doesn't make much sense, right? (laughs) So I actually stopped doing that and I started focusing on the money that I was making or the value that had been coming into my life every day, having gratitude for even the little things. And by doing this, I discovered that I, in fact, was not broke. I knew how to create money. I knew how to bring it into myself. Opening myself up and seeing this changed everything. It created a new belief for me. So plain and simple, if you have a messed up money mindset, you're not gonna succeed. And you will never be able to lead. Now, I know that might sound a little woo for you, thinking about mindset and money and all of that thing. Is that it did for me too, because I'm a very analytical type A, very practical person. But like for me, it wasn't that I was open-minded, but it was because I just never experienced it before. I just didn't know. And so this is something that I impart on all of my clients. The people that come to me and they just want the tactics and they just want the strategies and they just want the how-tos and they just want the step-by-steps. This is the foundation. This is where you're really going to grow. This is where you're going to move quickly from beginner to intermediate to someone who's gaining traction to someone who's making six figures to multiple six figures to seven figures. Now, I remember once I started working on my mindset in December 2014, I had my first five-figure month, $12,526.08 to be exact. To me, that was pretty good evidence that the mindset stuff worked. Now that I was armed with this massive evidence, I made a promise to myself that I would never make less than five figures a month again. I knew that if I could do it once, I could repeat it. And I committed to that. Six years later, over 65, that was the last time that I counted. It's probably more now, but 
over 65 consecutive five-figure months and some six. So what's the big lesson here? Keep creating more evidence because evidence equals confidence. All right, so commandment number five, the truth about hitting your first seven figures. Now you can replace this if you're just starting. Maybe maybe you wanna see your first six figures. That's actually my book. For those of you who would like to check that out, I also have the link to the book in the show notes, your first six figures. Once I broke into the online marketing niche, I had to back up what I was doing. So after 12 years of marketing and social media experience in the corporate world, I still had to prove that I knew my stuff and I could get results. I hustled for 12 months straight, and now I know how to bring that energetic hustle to me and the clients. What I've noticed is that a lot of people want to take the easy way out and avoid hustling and the organic marketing route. And you certainly can if you have the capital, if you have the money, and if you have the cash flow. Because the only way around doing this like initial hustle when you're first starting is to have a ton of money to dump into advertising. Otherwise, you need to generate cash flow. You need to make sales. You need to make offers to reinvest in your business over and over again. This was a huge lesson for me. I did not realize like how much I had to put back into my business. And I feel like a lot of people don't, which is why I help people reach their first 10K months consistently. But that's just the beginning. Like 10K months is going to be like your first, you know, milestone. But really to make it, to be able to reinvest into your business, to really be able to have the freedom that you want, it's probably going to look more like $20,000, $30,000, $50,000 a month, that minimum. It's the energetic hustle or it's you have capital and cash flow to be able to advertise. Or if you want to take the easy way out, you go get a job that provides you with a stable paycheck, insurance, and 30 years of help. <laughs> but seriously, don't think that you can do this. Don't think that you can get to your first six figures or even seven figures without putting in the work. And now when I say hustle, this does not necessarily mean hard work. It just means dedication. It just means that you're doing everything that you're supposed to be doing for that day. Everything that you're doing to move your business and your life forward. Entrepreneurship is not guaranteed. Entrepreneurship is not easy. And it's a big fat lie that we're sold in our industry. I honestly believe that the first year to maybe two years are about the grind, plain and simple. Like if you're not living, eating, and breathing your business, you're kind of doing it wrong. This is your life. This is your livelihood. Everything in your future is predicated on the work that you do today. The time, the effort, the energy you put into growing your business is directly reflective of how long your business will last. I know what you're thinking. Jen, I've been hustling. I've been hustling for weeks. I've been hustling for months. I say, keep going. What you're seeing today is a result of what you've already done. There may be some residual pushback or as I like to call it, residual bullshit that creeps up and that's normal. You're flushing out old beliefs, old manifestations. So when you're pushing and you're, you're doing the thing and you feel like you're doing everything right, but then you get this old stuff come in, don't be fooled or discouraged. Keep going. Because every change that you're making today, every inch that you move is bringing you closer and closer to what you desire. It's bringing about a different result tomorrow. You literally have the complete ability to change the trajectory of your life or your business or your money situation in any given moment. You get to choose. I'm going to give you a little bit of an example. So I completely changed business directions in January of 2015. And by the end of March 2015, I had created over six figures of revenue in my business. That's three months. Why? Because at that point, I knew what I had to do. 
I had to mess up first. I had to learn my lessons first. I had to figure out shit first. I had to get help and invest in myself first. No one comes into this being amazing at what they do. No one comes into this without the struggle. We don't see it, right? Because we don't really start to notice people until they're making waves, until they're making an impact. These overnight success stories that you see, they've taken many, many years. Mine took about two years. I want you to also keep that in mind. If you're getting bogged down with like what everybody else is doing and, you know, getting discouraged, maybe just remember that you don't know the whole story. Okay. So back to my story, back to 2015, I made that shift. You know, the reason why I was able to make so much money so quickly is because it was easy for me to pivot once I knew how to hustle the right way and for the right reasons. So previous to that, for that first year, year and a half, I was hustling kind of, but I was totally hustling in the wrong way. I was totally going after the wrong things. There are obviously like proven marketing strategies at work, but they may not work for your own unique personality and strengths. You have to find what works for you. And the only way that you're going to find what works for you is to make mistakes because proven strategies that are out there aren't always proven for you. So yes, you do kind of have to throw spaghetti at the wall to see what works, to see what sticks for you, for your business, for your bandwidth, for your strengths. This is leadership. This is not follow the leader. This is not copycat tactics. Just because someone else did it a certain way does not guarantee that it's going to work for you. There, I said it. This is why I work with my clients, especially in our Level Up Lab, to like really create a business that revolves around their strengths, a business that is leveraged on who they are, on what they're really good at, and on what their goals are. And every single person is different. Having said that, we're going to wrap up with this particular episode halfway through. So we've gone through that initial five commandments. And one more thing, really quickly, for commandment number five, the big lesson is the first six figures is the hardest. It really is. But once you know how to make money, once you know what works for you, once you know both the mindset and the business model that is going to allow you to leverage, you can make as much money as you possibly desire. So in the next episode, I am going to be sharing with you the next five commandments. I am so excited to get this information to you and really have you soak this in, like really take this all in and start to look differently about how to build your brand, your business online, how to structure your business so that it is sustainable and long lasting no matter what happens in the online coaching space, no matter what happens with social media. So make sure that you join us back here next week for part two, where I'll be going over commandments six through 10. In the meantime, head on over to the show notes at jenscalia.com forward slash E59. That is the letter E, the number 59. Over there, I'm going to have the link to the 10 launch commandments. And also, I'm going to have a download for the 10 launch commandments there. So make sure that you mark your calendar and join us back here next week for part two. Or better yet, make sure that you're subscribed so that you don't miss any future episodes. And you can always go back and also binge on any of the previous episodes. That is it for today's show, and I hope to see you next week. Let's keep this conversation going. Join us in the private discussion group, The Ambitious Babe, where ambitious, driven online entrepreneurs go to get the mindset and strategy to grow and scale their online empires. Join The Ambitious Babe at jenscalia.com slash tribe.